On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Cripps. Here we are on the brink. The Newman Jets basketball season really gets started in earnest. The MIAA opener, they will be starting play tonight. So it is an early edition of the JetCast here, episode number 52. As you are watching this, probably we are a couple of hours away. 5.30 tip-off tonight. You can actually watch this game this evening on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Listen there, newmanjets.com slash listen, or on one of these on your mobile device. Or, of course, you can watch it on the MIAA Network as the Jets get set for Pittsburgh State. Saturday, they are going to Joplin to face the Lions of Missouri Southern. And we're going to start pregaming early with the head coach of the Jets, R.J. Allen. Coach, 3-2, three and three-game winning streak. Uh, obviously, hopefully building a little bit of confidence, and uh, especially these last two games, I know that you've been a lot more happy with how your team has played. How does it feel? Do you feel like you are as prepared as you could be going into the MIAA this year? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that question. Um, I mean, it's a you, good question. We, we, <laughs> it is a good question. Um, yeah, we, we're always in the mindset that we can improve. Absolutely, and but we've we've had an opportunity to have some non-conference games this year. Uh, just a, a phenomenal opportunity for us to learn in November, um, with, without it being league play. So those that's the positive side of it. There's we have you know a ton of room for improvement and growth, and the the guys, the kids have, you know, really embraced that as well they want to get better they're eager to learn so that's that's been a positive and and uh, you know ready or not here we go well and the the guy we've got coming up aj morris here on the show also faith mason vestal from the women's team coming up later in the program so stay tuned for that but one guy who is a new guy has to come in and try to learn something a little bit different is our next guest aj morris and he's been a guy that has played three it's his third school Played two years with the JUCO route, then went D1. A guy that you and Coach DePriest really wanted to get here to Wichita. Lost out on him, went to a higher level. Had a nice little two-year career at Alcorn State, but you've got him back for the fifth year. What's it been like to watch his learning and development here now that you do have him in your program? Yeah, just, you know, his experience and leadership is um – you know, just been valuable to our group. And that's, like you said, that was one of the things that we kind of identified in him characteristically in the recruiting process of just like, hey, this is a great young man. He's He comes from a great family, um, has a basketball family. I think his sister's a, an assistant at NC State. And just, you know, they he gets it. He understands it. And so, you know, his – his knowledge and his leadership qualities have, have really impacted our guys in a positive way, and, you know, we're, we're happy to finally get him in Wichita. Well, I know another guy that you've been happy to finally get in Wichita, and also a guy that 
uh, I know has a family that you really love is Israel Barnes. And boy, 17 points, really active on the glass. I mean, you can see why this guy was a Division One talent and a three-star recruit. Uh, you know, how rewarding is it to, to get him in, in the Navy in red? Yeah, it's great to, to get him back home. Um, you know, he's what people don't know a lot about Israel is that he is he's like their family. They're really close-knit. So uh, being back in Wichita is good for him. Um, it's good for his soul. And just to be able to see mom and dad come watch him in person uh, is something that I, I know he enjoys and I know they enjoy uh, to, to have that opportunity. And he's just, like I said, he's a great kid. I'm, I'm happy that he's back on the floor and he gets an opportunity. He's been through a lot, you know, it's just some ups and downs and some injuries that he's had to overcome. But, you know, he continues to have a great positive attitude every single day. And, uh, you know, he's going to help us tremendously. So a little peek behind the curtain here. When we're doing these jet casts, you know, we still do a separate pregame interview for the basketball games on the audio network. And I tell them before, you know, like I, I try to make these so that it's not, you know, because I mean, God bless this guy, but I, I talked to this guy so much. He and Coach Drew and Coach Spence and Coach Potter before them and Coach Ealing before that, you know, get sick of talking to me so much. So I try to make it different. So on the JetCast, as we move forward through the season, it's not going to be just about the basketball games. So I got to go back to this rivalry between Southeast and Wichita East High School. Okay. Um, how big of a rivalry was that? If you, if you missed it, um, you can go to the Newman Jets men's Facebook page. And uh, we had post game there with Coach uh, with Israel Barnes, and, and that's when this kind of came out. And, uh, and I was, had mentioned to Israel, like, oh, so, so good to have you on, uh, Southeast Buffalo. And you hear Coach Allen in the background, ain't no basketball players <laughs> at Southeast. Uh, how, how, how big was that when, when you were in, the, in an East uniform yourself? Oh, yeah, those are the good old days, we like to say. Um, you know, I, I had a ton of fun playing, you know, uh, in the City League and Wichita and Southeast being one of those rivals and just uh, it's a great program, a lot of good players. Don't tell Israel I said that, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we go back and forth and, and we like to, you know. You draw a little bit in practice? A little bit. We, we, we constantly going at each other. Uh, when he makes a mistake, is that a taunt? Like, oh, that's Southeast <laughs> basketball right there. No, not so much. Not so much. It's uh, just one of those things that I, I like to give him a hard time and just try to keep it light um, and, and make sure that we're also keeping it fun for these guys and, and, and just having a good time and, and joking and laughing and uh, trying to keep everything fun. Obviously, you know, keeping it keep. I want to keep it on the lighter side. But last year, obviously, there were there's a lot of uh, civil unrest in terms of race relations in this country. One of the really cool things that came out of it for me was I did not know that your dad was the first black player to play varsity basketball at Wichita Southeast. He came on for an interview on the radio. We linked to that last year. You can probably find that somewhere, but he was fantastic. Did you know that about your dad before this all happened? I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, he had mentioned that, um, you know, in the past that, you know, kind of his path uh, at Wichita Southeast and kind of the background behind that. So I, I did. I was aware of that, um, you know, but him being him, like he doesn't talk a lot about, sure. about himself. And so some of the things that you get to hear now um, and you put it in perspective, it is it's amazing and just really cool that, you know, I have a dad that 
that experienced that and, and overcame, you know, some of the challenges that come with that and, and ended up being very successful. And, and the, the how I want to circle back around is, you know, because I, I had the chance to ask Coach Allen because he was on your staff for the couple of years and I didn't, and I feel bad about that. But how does Coach Allen – how does he fall on the Southeast-East rivalry? Because he had a historic, legendary, over 200 wins at East, state championship with you at East, but he's a Southeast Golden Buffalo. So how, do you, how does he reconcile that rivalry? Yeah, I know. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you know, East High, he's, he's going gonna <laughs> to ride with the Blue Aces. So. You must have been a Joe Jackson fan as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> he, former, former East head coach as well. Um, so have you been able to do, talking about the City League, uh, and I know that, you know, we've talked in the past about you saying that you'd like to get more local kids here, City League, ABCTL, other local leagues too. Have you been able to get out and do more high school scouting this year with the the relaxation of some of the, the mandates and, and protocols from a year ago? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's completely different. It's 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 nice um, to be able to you know walk in a gym and and have kids in your gym uh, sure. to, to come watch and and build relationships with. So yeah, we're 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 excited about having the opportunity to get out in the in the community in Wichita area. There's a lot of good local talent here uh, that that we're going to recruit. Final question for you: Pittsburgh State coming up. This has been uh, your best MIAA rivalry as far as I'm concerned. Three one-possession games in a row. I don't know if you know this, but your total score last year was tied. And the year before that, they beat you by two points. So the, the last three games have been decided by a total of two points Pitt State's way. Uh, what do you think is going to be the difference in this ball game? And, I mean, there's no reason to think it's not going to be a one-possession game right down to the wire again. Yeah, you know, that's that's just – that's MIAA. That's what it's all about, you know. And, and the thing is, is getting these guys to understand, like, that one possession uh, may not be the last possession. Sure. It, it, that one possession could come, you know, with 12 minutes to go in the first half. So just – the, the attention to detail is going to be key for us to have success on the road. We're going to have to defend well, and we're going to have to rebound the basketball. And it starts there. And that's what we've been stressing um, over the last few days. And, and we'll see, you know, how we execute uh, come game time. R.J. Allen, head coach. The Jets get things started in Pittsburgh tonight. So as you're watching this, uh, they're probably on the bus. You're probably there by now, probably, depending on how late in the evening that you are watching this. Once again, we'll have pregame coverage at 5.15 for the women. Women tip at 5.30. Newman Jets Audio Network, newmanjets.com slash listen or watch both games tonight. Newman Jets uh, on the MIAA Network, the MIAA Network.com slash Newman. Men will get tipped off at 7.30 and they're back in action at Joplin to play the Missouri Southern Lions on Saturday. Coach, looking forward to this season. Thanks so much. Thank you. We will have A.J. Morris coming up next as we continue pre-gaming here on the MIAA opening day for the Jets on the JetCast. Mel Hamilton Ford has been essential to this community since 1984. As we come to the end of this unbelievable year, we want to thank you for trusting us. We will always take care of our customers. When you visit the dealership to buy a car or bring your vehicle in for service, we want you to experience the difference. Our customers will always come first. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from our family to yours. Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics. 
Back here on the JetCast as we are getting set for the MIAA opener. Jets are in action tonight, so it'll be a couple hours. We're posting this early. We will be early on Wednesdays when the Jets are playing on Wednesdays. When we have any kind of Newman Jets audio network coverage, we'll have this earlier. So this guy, if you, as people are watching this, you're either at the gym or you're on the bus. Uh, on the way to Pittsburgh, Kansas. So obviously we are here with A.J. Morris. He is a graduate guard out of North Carolina, a transfer in from Alcorn State. Nine points per game so far this year for the Jets in five games worth of action. Uh, Did miss one game, so four games for him, five games for the Jets. So great to have you. Thanks for being on the show. Nice to meet you, sir. Thank you for having me. A three-game winning streak for you guys as a team. How does it feel building a little bit of confidence as you head into conference play? Um, it feels really good. I feel like we're starting to click a little more um, and find our rhythm and our chemistry. So it's good to have that momentum going to conference. What do you feel like as a player that you learned from last year adversity, not necessarily on your old team, you know, the kind of season that Alcorn State had, but just from having to go through all the extra procedures and the protocols and everything that you had to deal with last season to, to be able to play basketball? Um, it taught me a lot of patience and to be appreciative of what you have because our season last year, we got sent home for COVID for a couple of weeks. So we missed a few games and had to reschedule. So you got to be fluid and you got to be patient with everything. You graduated from Alcorn State. Yes, sir. So you're a graduate player here. What did you graduate in, by the way? Uh, mass communications. Okay. Master, so maybe doing something like this yeah. here in the future. We will see. Um, what made – I know that – there was some sort of a relationship that you had with Coach Allen. He recruited you. He wanted to get you here as a D2 player. Uh, obviously, you would have been a very high-level D2 player. Ended up deciding to go to love, uh, Division One, But on the graduate side, decided to come back here to Division Two and play at Newman. What was the decision-making process like for you, and why was Newman the right place for your, your final year? Um, well, honestly, when Coach Allen originally recruited me out of junior college, I love the school. Him and Coach DePriest, I really like them as coaches as well and just the atmosphere when I came here. Um, ultimately, what made me decide to come back was they reached out to me relatively quickly once I entered the transfer portal, and then they still had the same passion and love for me that they showed originally. So that helped bring me back. So now that you are here, what has been the comfortability like in a new system, new teammates, obviously much different culture, much different location, and at a much different level too at, at Division Two. What's it been like and, and how comfortable do you feel like you are in Coach Allen's system? Um, I feel like I'm very comfortable now. It's It took some adjusting uh, to learn a new system and everything. But I feel like I've been, like I said, learning to be fluid and be patient and take your time with things. So it's been it's been fun so far. From a basketball perspective, X's and O's, what do you think has been the biggest difference in systems from what you were being asked to do last year at Alcorn State and what you are being asked to do this year at Newman? Um, the pack line defense. I've never played a pack line before. And typically junior college and at Alcorn, we played – a lot of pressure and high playing in the gaps and gambling a little more. So uh, it's been an adjustment, but we're getting we're getting it down. How much as a player when you were in junior college, 
I'm sure, you know, if Newman was reaching out to you, I'm sure there were probably some other Division II schools reaching out as well. How much were you aware of the MIAA, and were any of those schools pursuing you? What, what was your knowledge of the MIAA while you were in junior college and, and getting recruited as a sophomore? Um, I had no knowledge of the MIAA. I think that was the year they were about to transfer into the MIAA, so that was my first time hearing about it. So now that you are here kind of on the precipice, kind of going to be getting an understanding of what this is like, how excited are you to see these MIAA atmospheres, the intensity, and, and obviously if you don't know some of the big names uh, in the MIAA in terms of men's basketball, you're, you're going to learn because there are some really good programs in this league. Um, I'm very excited for it. Uh, actually, in my last, past two years, I actually started doing more research on Division twos and keeping up more so with um, the Division two leagues. So I realized how good and how competitive the league was, and that's also something else that drew me back here, um, understanding how competitive and so what, how high of a level this actually is. How interested are you to try to get to, you know, in this one year, you know, when you're at Alcorn State or when you're at your junior college, after your first year, you kind of have a sense of familiarity, but you'll have a chance with three different teams in your career, junior college, two-year program, and now your graduate transfer year, you're going to get a chance for the third time to kind of experience a season for the first time, you'll get to see all new teams, all new arenas, and it'll all be squads that you don't have any history against. How excited are you to, to get to go out and see and, and, and play kind of a, a third freshman season in a sense? Um, extremely. <clears throat> That's part of why I love basketball because it's always been able to take me to new places and give me new experience and let me see um, a lot of different places around the country and even some out of country. So. It's been it's been a fun experience, and I'm ready for this season. We, well, so, so am I. Just just so you know, the Pittsburgh State, obviously, last year you haven't been around for these games. These have been absolute battles. the The teams have been com the last three games have been decided by a total of two points. Pitt State's won two by two points. Jets won the last game of last year by two points. I know Coach Allen has got to be telling you in practice that there's no reason to think that this game is going to be anything else other than a one-possession game. In your career, what's made the difference in, in these close games for, for you, whether you come out on the right side or the wrong side? Um, just making sure we stick to our principles and sticking to what we practice and just take care of us. As long as we take care of us, we'll live with the results at the end of the day. Once again, A.J. Morris, graduate senior guard for this Newman team. They are in action tonight, and they will be tipping off the women at 530. They will follow. You can hear the game on the Newman Jets Audio Network or watch the MIAA Network.com slash Newman. It's available tonight, and once again, they will be in action this weekend in Joplin against the Missouri Southern Lions. AJ, great to meet you. Great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time, man. Thank and you. Appreciate you. And we'll have Faith Mason Vestal to wrap up the show when we come back. When remodeling your kitchen or purchasing a new home, choosing the right countertops can often be intimidating. Trust the quartz and granite experts at Keystone Solid Surfaces to work with you every step of the way, from design to installation. Keystone Solid Surfaces fabricates and installs the highest quality quartz and granite countertops. So remember, when you're ready for new countertops, the key is Keystone. Keystone Solid Surfaces. Call 316-778-1566. That's 778-1566. Or go online to keystonesolidsurfaces.com. 
Jet fans, there's a new way to stay connected with your team. Download the free Newman University Athletics app now. Sign up to be a fan, student, alumni, or booster club member and receive notifications on your mobile device on your favorite Jets teams. Schedules, live stats, live broadcasts, and more. The Newman University Athletics app is your digital ticket to NU Sports. Download the Newman University Athletics app for free today on Google Play or the App Store. Wrapping up the JetCast as the Jets are in action. Once again, going to be posting these early on Wednesdays. So instead of our normal 6 o'clock time, we'll drop these earlier in the afternoon. So as you're watching this, she's actually probably, you're probably like actually on the court right now at John Lance Arena getting warmed up. So obviously we recorded this ahead of time, so we got travel time. But Faith Mason Vestal, senior from Rockwall, Texas, playing her last year as a Jet. 12 points per game. She is second on the team in scoring. Faith, so great to have you back on the program. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, first of all, uh, did not play last time out, uh, feeling a little bit under the weather. And as we were talking, you know, before, you know, God, when you were a freshman, things were so different. Like, oh, she's sick. Uh, she'll get over it. Now everything's a big deal. How are you feeling? Much better. Feeling good. Excellent. Uh, you guys have had um, two very nice wins coming back to back. I know you would have liked to have won a couple against the NCAA Division II teams. However, you've played pretty well. You've had probably the most consistent scoring that Newman's had. You've had double figures in every game that you have played in. How has it felt for you individually? Acknowledging that obviously team comes first, but uh, individually, how do you feel like you're playing? Um, pretty well. Um, I can attribute all of that to obviously my teammates because um, they're able to get me the ball down low. And um, Drew is able to just talk through that with them and just tell them like, oh, get it inside. And once we get inside, we can just start kicking it out. So just once we get that ball rolling, it, it's, really, it's really fun. That's something that Elise talked about, something that you talked about. Uh, it, when a new coaching staff comes in and there are players from the old staff who have had success, new players that come in, freshmen that come in it's not often or I guess I wouldn't know I, I didn't play but I think sometimes the girls get along and sometimes they don't for guys girls whatever team it feels like you guys really do get along and enjoy each other how has that process been kind of bringing in new coaches new players and and kind of getting them ingrained into the culture of Newman basketball. Yeah that's something I think that um, Newman's definitely been blessed with like there's never been super some like a lot of I don't know, fighting against each other, things like that um, on the team. It's always been like a very family culture. And this year is like no different. Um, it's actually been super awesome just being able to see everyone get gelled together. And um, yeah, it's just been super easy to get to know the girls. The coaches are so easy to talk to. Like you can go up to the office and ask them questions and like they'll welcome you with um, open arms. So it's just been like a super awesome experience getting uh, to see everyone. Well, I wanted to ask you about that because obviously uh, you were recruited here by Coach Spence. Coach Crum had a lot of success with them, had a lot of really good seasons. Obviously, the last couple of seasons were challenging. You had some personal struggles with your own injuries that didn't have anything to do with anything else. But it, when you are a, a veteran player and you're used to things being a certain way, transition is not always easy. What has the transition been like to being coached by Coach Drew and Coach Nicole? Yeah, there's very different philosophies between the two coaches. So um, especially with that man defense, it's been a lot of work <laughs> during practice, being able to get back to that man and being sure. able to just guard, you know, get down and guard. Um, but I think the transition has been pretty easy. Like, um, obviously, there's been struggles, like in some practices and some games, like obviously it's going to happen. But um, they're able to talk through everything with you. They're, it's been pretty, pretty good. And then, so I, I'm going to kind of 
reveal your age here a little bit because <laughs> I believe you were around when they were. You guys were still playing man to man your freshman year. You guys were trying just getting into zone that year. Yeah, a little I remember. bit. Uh-huh. The other thing too that I wanted to mention is Faith, along with her best buddy Michaela and myself, with Coach Allen and DeAndre. We're the only ones left to have any recollection of the Heartland Conference <laughs> yeah. going down to Laredo and Austin and those long bus rides. What is your fondest memory of the Heartland Conference? And what's something that you don't miss about the Heartland Conference? Um, my fondest memory by far, beating Lubbock Christian. We had a great shout out, 27 points. Uh, it was an awesome game. Uh, this one had about 24, <laughs> I believe, in that game, you know, just to give her a shout out as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was the best part of the Heartland. The worst part probably was just, I think the competition was not as stiff as the MIAA. Sure. There's a, the top four were probably pretty good. And then the bottom ones were, you know, so, um, there's no nights, the, no nights off in the MIAA. Yeah. And, and, yeah. A lot of competition every single night, which is fun. It's invigorating. So. Well, and something that you said, uh, with you got picked as a senior by coach drew to go up for MIAA media day. And you mentioned with Michaela about how great of an experience it was about how the MIAA really made you feel special and made it feel like it was a big deal. It was a college basketball experience. What was that like to get to go up there and, and kind of be a part of that and, and represent your school and, as a senior and maybe something that you didn't get to do a whole lot last year with coronavirus protocols and then Heartland Conference really didn't do anything like that when they were a league. So what kind of experience was that for you? Yeah, they did an awesome job. It made me and Michaela definitely feel big time. So um, I really appreciated that, you know, get a little bit of experience with like interviewing, um, being able to see Drew talk about the team and about us. It was just a super cool experience. Well, you are big time. So, I mean, that's exactly (laughs) what you deserve. Uh, One other thing I wanted to ask about, I just talked to Elise Kaiser for the first time. We were hoping last year, like, ah, you know, one of these wins, we'll just pull her up and, and get to talk to her about her recovery. Obviously, preseason knee injury um, didn't happen, but she played so well last time. And I did ask, I don't know if you had the exact same knee injury, but you were in the knee brace. You were out for a whole year. So I asked her, what was that like? Did you talk to Faith? And she said, yeah, one of the first people I taught, I asked was Faith. Like, how do I get through this? What is it like to see her coming out on the other side of that? And how did it make you feel when she approached you as a veteran player who had gone through this to help her out with what was, I'm sure, a very, very difficult situation for her? Yeah, I'm so unbelievably proud of Elise. She's like such a soldier. Um, We have blockers actually like right next to each other. So every day I'm like, hey, how's the knee doing? She (laughs) asked me how my knee's doing too. So um, yeah, I'm just super proud of how far she's come. She's really like soldiered through all of her rehab. Um, Yeah, and she did awesome in the game. So super proud of her. Well, Pittsburgh State coming up. Uh, This is a team that has been one of the top half teams in the MIAA, uh, certainly since we've been a part of the league at Newman. Uh, this is a team that's got a lot of shooting from the outside. Tristan Gegg, obviously. These have been pretty close games. Every matchup in the D2 era has been a 12-point Pitt State win. Until last year, that was a nine-point game, and it was close throughout the entire 40 minutes. It was tied after the first, just could never quite get over the hump the last three quarters. What's it going to take to pull out that victory against Pittsburgh State on the road tonight? Yeah, I always put Newman up against anyone. Like I think we'll win it against literally anyone we step on the floor with. So um, I think it's just going to take us biting down and sticking to Drew's philosophy 
philosophy all together as a team. As long as we're on the same page, I think we have a really good chance against them. Faith Mason Vestal, senior, number two in scoring, 12 points per game. You can catch her tonight on the Newman Jets Audio Network, newmanjets.com slash listen, or watch on the MIAA Network, the MIAA Network slash Newman if you'd like to see her play tonight as the Jets take on Pittsburgh State, the MIAA opener. Saturday, the Jets are at Missouri Southern. That is a 1.30 tip-off in Joplin. Faith, so great to see you again. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're back with more basketball and wrestling next week, so we'll see you then. Blake Cripps saying go Jets.